Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're very welcome to Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Tuesday afternoon. And we're out and about in Carlingford today. Now, I have to tell you, we've just come indoors a few moments ago. We were out in the street... Rain threatened, and Brian Farley said to me, no, we'll stay where we are. And I said, no, no, we'll, we'll just err on the side of caution. So we're just inside the door of the tourist office in Carlingford. So if you're passing by, give us a shout here. And would you believe the sun's just come out? That's me, you know what I mean? Blame me for this. Brian wanted to stay outdoors, but there you have it. That just sums me up. You're very welcome to the show. We have lots of guests to meet over the next couple of hours or so here in Carlingford. And I just want to mention to you before I start that Bellius Town Races, is on today and the first race is at five past four there's a full race card and there's a shuttle bus service from the Abbey Car Park in Drogheda beside the new courthouse to the race course and it goes at three o'clock and it will return an hour after the last race and for tickets and updates on Belliestown check it out on belliestownraces.ie or they're on Facebook Instagram and Twitter just to mention that before we get going today let me say hello to our first guests in Carlingford and I have to say a big big thank you to Yvonne Keenan from Carlingford Heritage Trust she's in the tourist office here as well for helping me so much with today a welcome to the show Yvonne and joining us also is James McKenna from the wonderful Four Seasons Hotel and Spa thank you both for joining me it's great to have you with us on the show today Yvonne tell me this you have the most beautiful place here that you work it's yeah. gorgeous, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. My, my my office looks out over the lock, so even if you're in bad form, you just have to look out and it cheers you up. I envy you <laughs> with the view that you have. Yeah. Just describe for listeners to late lunch today, as we look out in the lock here from the tourist office, left and right, what's up to our left-hand side? Warren Point up that way, is it? Yeah, well, Omeet is up on the peninsula. On the right. So, yeah, so our neighbour is Omeet. The Moran Mountains is straight across. We have... We're in point straight across from Omeet and then we have Rostrever and then at the end we have Cranfield. Mm. So you are looking across here into Northern Ireland. The bridge is to go up that end. Narrowater Bridge, that's the other end of Omeet. Yes, yes. Whenever that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Would that be a huge help, you know, to this area to have that bridge built? Um, I think so. I mean, yeah, I think it will be. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've already christened it Biden Bridge, so we're... um, it would be a, it would be a massive help. The ferry we've seen yeah, as well say, has been a been huge a boost to the part. village. Yes. So Biden Bridge is that what you're calling it? That's, we've christened it that anyway. So we're we're hoping when it does come, um, it'll it'll pick something up similar to that. Um, but it would be a huge help to the area. Certainly, you know, a day drive yes. up on the ferry visit the Morns and trickle your way down the coast mm. over Biden Bridge and straight back to Carlingford again is the way to have it. That man did you a power of good, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, he put Carlingford on the map. Like, anybody who didn't know Carlingford in North America was definitely... Well, they know where it is now. I mean, we were all over the world, all over the news channels, all over the world. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the place here, like Carlingford itself, I've just been here for the last hour and a bit. It's buzzing today on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, of a Tuesday. It's been great. Um, Carlingford kind of, it's, it's building year on year. Yeah. Um, kind of from March time onwards now, well into the end of September. There's a real buzz. Yeah, and I think it's a lovely destination for a daycation. Do you know what I mean? For just a family to head somewhere nice for the day. You know, and there's something for lots of different age groups in that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, the the, the uh, tourist office here, I've been watching as I've been here from this morning, and Theresa Mackin is working yeah. away here. She's gone off on a lunch break Teresa. at the moment. Isn't she fantastic with visitors, isn't she? She's brilliant with visitors, and she knows all about Carlingford, and she welcomes everyone and gives them all the information. I mean, we get so many people coming in just looking for where will we go for lunch, where can we go for a drink, where, what can we see, where can we go, and Theresa has all the information. All the, all the girls and all the volunteers that work in the tourist office are great. Is it a 12-month thing here in Carlingford now, tourism? I know January, February can be slack enough months anywhere, but it, would you say it's, it's virtually 12 months now? Oh, it is, and we get visitors. I mean, at the moment, we have families, and then when the schools go back, we have, you know, American visitors, tourists, tour operators come up to Carlingford for the day, and, yeah, we get a steady flow of tourists for the whole year. We really do. What's going on at the hotel at the moment? I know the spa, James, is a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so it's all go, especially now this time of year. Um, our business is very much twofold, so we're very popular um, with our spa. We have an award-winning team down there, thermal suites, the lots we must get you down. Jerry. now you're like a man. Yes. I would enjoy a nice facial and a, and a back massage. I think he, I think he needs a facial. Exactly, exactly. You, <laughs> You, you and me both. I don't. I don't. An, an anti-wrinkle <laughs> facial. Yes, yes, yes. That's why we're on radio. That's why I'm on radio most of the time. To be honest, I have that thing. Yeah, a spa and a spa. I'm just thinking. Me, would I love it? Would I love the spa? You'd love the spa. We'll have to get you down now. When you're finished up today, we'll get you down for a facial and a good back massage. It's great. Um, it's very popular with walkers as well. We find a lot of people head out for the day. They get up the mountain. Um, head up sleeve foy there and they do the work and then they come back down get your spa treatment relax treat yourself and then trickle into the village i think for a well-earned pint it's uh, something I, I will take you up on that maybe not today directly after <laughs> show, but i I'll, I'll keep you to that i'll be back to try that i, I promise you uh, you won't know me listeners when i do the social media <laughs> stuff i'll be like a new man altogether um so sad as well as a, 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 I was speaking to the uh, chairperson of So Sad on the show actually yesterday. It's funny enough, you in the Four Seasons have a link with So Sad, don't you? Yeah. So we we find that um, we've a very successful business here in Carningford, and as you said, it's come twelve months, and we're trying to find ways of using our business kind of as a force for good in the community locally and as well as across the island. So we came to the staff in January there, and we said we want to pick just one charity now we still help out in the local community but one charity that we can really focus on that we can fundraise for and get behind and make a real change and so sad i think is something that unfortunately a lot of us can relate to um, a lot of people in the area have used the services and um, we got behind them so in conjunction with that we have christened a rubber duck and um, that we have in the lobby her name is bernie and bernie also happens to be our head housekeeper who's been with us for 12 years She's retiring now um, at the end of September, but um, Bernie can be purchased. So she's 350 and she's your little bit of Carningford to take home with you. And you're supporting SoSad at the same time. 100%. What an honour for Bernie. Well yeah. done, Bernie. Best wishes <laughs> on your retirement. You'll never be forgotten in the four seasons or by people who take you home as well. Um, back to you, Yvonne. In terms of Carlingford itself, I did say today uh, before I came here when we are talking about visiting Carlingford, it is one of the most beautiful places on the northeast coastline. Even when we look out here at the, the lock, the Mourne Mountains, back this way as well behind us, and the little the village itself, in through the little tiny streets. You have so much going for you. We have so much going on. And you know what? Even the Coolie Peninsula as a whole, I mean, right back from Ravensdale, the whole way through Lordship, Cooley, Greenore, Carlingford, Omeath. I mean, we have so much to offer. There's there's like the hills, the walks, the seaside, the beaches. You know, it's a lovely destination and it's a lovely place to live and bring up your kids and it's an even nicer place to visit and stay here for the day or the weekend. You can't get better than that. You've got to visit Carlingford if you, if you haven't been here already. One, one guy I, I noticed on the way in there selling the ice cream, he's a landmark here. Robert Brown, isn't yeah. it? His wife does the ice cream out here. That's yeah? right. Yeah, Robert, Robert's there giving the kids ice creams for a very long time. They're all very fond of Robert. He said hello to me as if he knew me. So I know, but he probably does. He knows you from the radio. <laughs> he has sticks of rock as well. Um, our Louise, my, Louise, my producer, is back in studio and she 
I was together a stick of rock. You know, I've been out along the coast and I didn't see, I just see it here outside. Yeah. So Louise, you're sorted for the stick of rock today. I must get it before before I leave. Um, Listoke Gin and uh, the Four Seasons too. God, you're great people for these liaisons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we reached out to Stoke there at the start of the year and um, we were looking away to for a way to kind of bottle Carlingford, for lack of a better description. Um, so we spoke to Claire in the Stoke there and we gave her the briefing that we want to encapsulate, I suppose, where the mountains meet the sea. And we worked with a local artist called Lauren McKenna and she designed a label for us and we came up with the name Fia. So it's a bottle of gin and in it you have all of the botanicals that grow on the mountain, Sleafoy in particular, um, and some seaweed from the loch. So we infuse all of that and we make Fia which is, if you go far enough back in really old Irish, it's wildness. So we say, if you come in, whether it's a wedding or a night out in Carningford, one or two fees just gets things going, puts a nice flow to the day and a bit of wildness into you. I love that, the way you bring the botanicals from the area into the gin. So, you know, you are giving a flavour for for what this place is about. I want to give a big shout out as well to Carla and Luke Ross from Liberty Cafe, who sent us up two of the most beautiful coffees oh my word do they do good coffee in fact it's that good i didn't get a drop of it brian farley who's with me always on these out and abouts loves his coffee and before i knew it the two of them were gone there you go but brian's coffee aficionado he says thank you very (laughs) much indeed to carla and luke uh, from liberty cafe absolutely gorgeous much appreciated and end of august school's back you know you see no schools are back today everywhere And yet here it's busy. I want to come back to that point again. Um, Joe Biden was here, of course, and endorsed the place as well. Are you seeing many American visitors? Yeah, we're definitely seeing, you know, much more American visitors. And they all they all come in and ask, is that the castle that President Biden was on? And they want to do the, you know, walk in his footsteps into the castle. So, yeah, it's it was great. It was it was a brilliant opportunity. And. You know, he really lo- loves his links to Carlingford and the Cooley Peninsula. So it did. It, I mean, it put Carlingford on the map. It really did. I mean, not that we're already somewhere to go anyway, but yeah, no, it was great. It was great to have that publicity. Mm, it, it really is. And when you think of tourism as well, just before we finish, what we have to offer here yeah. today, all along the coast where we've been the last few yeah. weeks as well, and in Loudoun Mead. And can I just say, the pipe band that played for Biden, they have their 50th anniversary celebrations now coming up on the 10th of September. And they're going to have seven pipe bands parading through Carnickford Village, starting at the Foy Centre at half two. And Bands are going to play in individual places around the village and then they're going to all meet up together at four o'clock and parade through the village and play together. And um, the the guy, David McCluskey, from the band who composed the song for the piece of music for President Biden, he'll be there as well, marching in the band. So it's a great honour. Like, we're very, very proud of our pipe band here in Carlingford and all the the pipers. They're from Dundalk, Newry and Carlingford, but it's great to have them. Fantastic. Well, listen, thank you both for joining us on the show today. Good wishes to you, Yvonne, and everyone in Carlingford Heritage Trust. And thank you for dropping by James McKenna from the Four Seasons Hotel. It's been great to have you with us today on our visit to Carlingford. Thanks for having us, Jerry. Thank you. We're out and about coasting along on late lunch this afternoon. We're in Carlingford in the tourist office. If you're passing by, do give us a shout. Now, I have a lovely prize to give away at the end of the week on late lunch. You can win a table for six at the four-star Pilo Hotel and Spa in Ashburn for the Christmas party night. It's valued at over €400. Flashback in time with our ultimate tribute to the 80s and 90s at their Christmas party night. You can dance yourself dizzy and party like it's 1999 to your classic favourites with friends, family or work colleagues. For more information, check out thepilohotelashburn.com forward slash Christmas parties. So yesterday, Anne-Marie Neary got the answer. She's in the hat on Friday. We need another qualifier through for Friday today to be in with a chance of winning the lovely prize. All you have to do is identify... The group here singing this Christmas number one. (laughs) 
Yes, a massive Christmas number one. Back a few years ago, who is singing that? Name the group who are singing that Christmas number one and we'll pick somebody today and you'll go in the hat with Anne-Marie Neary and you could be winning that great prize. Six people to the Pilo Hotel for the big Christmas party night. Yes, uh, we are in Carlingford this afternoon. Coming up after two on the show, it's Oysters. Yes, Carlingford Oysters. Keen Louis Feister is here with us on the show. I'm going to taste them myself. I love oysters. I absolutely do. Keaton's going to tell us all about what he does. That's coming up after two on your late lunch. And also our two on Tuesday following that as well. What will it be on the song that kept it from the number one spot? Did you see that story in the papers? Well, it's everywhere, actually, this morning. Uh, the scientists in Australia who found a worm in a lady's head. An actual worm in a lady's head that was living there. That she was in for procedure in hospital. Yes, I know people are gagging here in uh, the tourist office, as I mentioned this. Taken from the piece uh, of uh, brain and the lobe they were working on. And there's a picture of it even in the jar. Imagine having that in your brain for they don't know how long. It's a big concern. It's a big worry. Check out the story. It's all across social media at the moment. Late Lunch LMFM Radio. We're heading now to top of the hour on the show with an Irish one, yes, in the company of Mr. Dermot Kennedy, and there can't be better days than this in Carlingford. The rain, it ain't permanent, and soon we'll be dancing in the sun, we'll be dancing in the sun, and we'll sing your song together. E. Late lunch on LMFM, coasting about in Carlingford this afternoon, and we're just inside the door of the tourist office if you're passing by, and the sun has come out, and I'll never live this down because I made the decision to come indoors, and I'm going to be slagged forever because I did. It looked dodgy at one stage, it did, but I should have known. Brian uh, Farley with me. The sun always comes out when Brian's around. Let's move on on late lunch, and I'm delighted to say hello to my next guest. We've spoken on a number of occasions over the years. Great to have him with us on his home this afternoon, Keen Louette Pfizer from Carlingford Oysters. Great to see you. Thanks, Jerry. It's lovely to talk to you today. It is, and great to meet you face to face. Well, 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 the story of the oyster farm. 49 years ago, was it your dad? Yeah, so, yeah, my dad started. It's 50 years next year, so it's, uh, it's quite. I was about two or three when it started, so it's the only thing I've ever known. It's the only job I've ever done. Where does your uh, sales breakdown of the oysters or how does it break down where do Carlingford oysters go um, mostly mostly export actually but the Irish market is building up all the time um, we would probably sell nearly 10,000 oysters into Ireland every year which has grown phenomenally over the last few years um, most of it goes to the UK um, they are our biggest markets it's very close and they love their seafood um, and then when Brexit happened we started diversifying a wee bit and we have customers in Hong Kong Singapore Taiwan so it's nice Yes. Have that as well. Tell them the story of the way you used to do it, the way you used to send the oysters to the UK. I love this one. Yeah, so um, when my dad retired and uh, kind of thought we wanted to start boxing oysters, try and sell them as a Carlingford oyster, because there have been oysters in Carlingford for thousands of years. But when nobody knew about Carlingford oysters, really, because they hadn't been sold as Carlingford oysters and they'd been fished out. And uh, the, we couldn't sell them in Ireland because you'd approach local people and they go, ah, very few had tried them. And uh, we, there was a much bigger population in the UK, so we used to go down to the post office in Newry and we used to put a box of 10 kilos of oysters on, the red, on their little red vans and they'd be in London the next morning. And it was as simple as that. Because the oysters are still alive, if you pack them with a nice pack, keep the temperatures down, they're travelling overnight when the temperatures are cold and they're perfectly mm. fresh the next morning. Fantastic. You couldn't get any fresher. The life cycle of an oyster. How does it begin? What does it begin with? And how does it develop until an oyster is ready for picking? Yeah, so like a lot of people think we go out and we pick the oysters wild on the, on the seabed. But it's actually a farm. And uh, if you're walking up the top of Slee Foy and the tides out, you'll see all the lines of oyster trestles out on the shore. And they're, they're in bags on a steel frame. And uh, seawater brings the nutrients to the oyster. They feed naturally from the plankton that's in the seawater. And it takes us about three years to grow the oyster. And when we buy the oyster, they're about the size of your little fingernail. They're about a tenth of a gram, and they're about a hundred gram we sell them. So they're a thousand times bigger. And that's, that's over a three-year How cycle. do they attach themselves to the rope? So when we buy them, they're actually they're loose individual oysters. In the wild, they'll settle on um, old oyster shell or rocks or things like that, a bit like a barnacle. Um, but we'll buy them from the hatchery when they're individual oysters, and they're about six mil in size. 
and we put them in a formal bag so they don't get lost. Mm. And as the oyster grows, we'll increase the size of the mesh so that the seawater can get in because the smaller right. the mesh, it restricts the flow. So as soon as the oyster grows, we thin them down and increase the so size. So they're of the bag. in bags rather than a rope. Yes. As you the said, you see the ropes, but the bags are attached to those. Yeah, yeah. You just see the rows, the rows yes, yes. of bags. The rows, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that's the way it works. Yeah. Uh, so they develop in there themselves. Is there much looking after on them? Like the tide comes in and out, and I think are they out of the water at some stage? Yes, oh, yeah. Twice a day, they're twice out of the a day water. they're out of the water. Uh, on the growing, so there's different areas of the farm that we use or the beach that we use, and um, the deeper part of the farm, they may be only out of the water for about an hour a day. And as they mature, we'll bring them higher up the beach, we're out of the water for about twelve hours a day, and we leave them there for about a month before we sell them, and that gives them much better shelf life and strengthens the shell up so that when we sell them they've got maybe 10 or 12 days of shelf life. So that's another thing is people think an oyster, when you buy an oyster, you have to use it straight away, but they'll keep for 10 or 12 days after they're packed. Very good. Um, the bay here is sheltered, I take it, but have you ever had a major storm that caused problems for you? Um, yeah, if, if you just have to, you're, you're quite well sheltered within Carlingford Lock. Mm. Um, and I remember the last few winters lying in my bed at night listening to all hell breaking loose outside. There was huge storms and I just remember the tide is in. So if the tide is in, it doesn't matter what happens. Okay. You just have to have the peak of the storm and low tide at the same time. And hopefully touch wood, that won't happen. But then you're going to get a fair bit. Because there's so much power in the, in the water, you know. Um, and when the water's moving, it'll just break all in front of it, you know. The quality of your oysters is renowned what is it is it just is it the water is it the environment is it what is it the microorganisms in the lockout here yeah you're you're exactly right it's all of those things um the the taste of oysters from different bays will taste different the same as you'd buy a wine from different vineyards and you'd expect a different taste and the taste of a carlingford oyster or a galway oyster or a colchester oyster they're all different because there's different planktons growing in the sea and they're all influenced by the rocks and the minerals that have been washed down by the rivers. And we don't have a huge big river in Carlingford, but there's lots of little mountain streams and they're carrying all the minerals mm. and nutrients down into the sea and they're mixing with the seawater and that'll bring different algae blooms and the oysters eat that. So when you eat an oyster, what you're tasting with your taste buds is what you can see with your, with your eyes when you're looking out through the windows of the tourist centre here. So it has a unique taste, unique to Carlingford, and wherever they're rare, they're different. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have a friend and he's an oyster farm in Galway, and I was in college in Galway a few time, for a few years, so I was eating lots of their oysters. And I remember eating his oyster in Dublin, and it just was like a memory. It just pulled me back to Galway because it just, I couldn't describe the taste of his oyster, but that, it's like a smell or something, the taste. It's like a memory. It just took me straight back to the streets of Galway. So. You have brought oysters have, with you today, sure, yeah. and I'd like to taste what we're talking about here. So let's do one first, can we? Just au natural as sure. you open it. Okay, well, I'm going to take a bit of time opening it because I don't want to cut myself. Yeah, take your time. Here. Because this is a tricky manoeuvre, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the trick with opening oysters is not use too much pressure. Yeah. If the knife's in the right place, um, you don't need a lot of pressure, and therefore, if you do slip, you won't do too much damage with yourself. The scary thing is watching people using a ton of pressure and the, the knife's in the wrong place and you just know it's going to end up in tears. So there you go. So these oysters are still quite fresh and there's plenty of seawater in the shell. So what I would say to people if they haven't eaten oysters before, sip the seawater first because especially your first oyster, it can overpower it a little bit. So if you want to sip the water first, yeah. it gives you kind of a pre-taste. And then the more you chew the oyster, don't swallow the oyster, don't the swallow. more you chew them, all the different flavours are going to be released. Okay, that's Very, off you go. good so tip there. Now here we go. And I'm just going to take it and do... Do you know, before I take it, it's a lovely creamy, isn't it? A lovely creamy colour. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's really important because it'll... Oh, my God. The water itself. Mmm. That is sensational. My word, look at that. Empty shell, chewed it. You know, I often saw that, Keen. People say, oh, down the hatch straight yeah. away. But I'm after doing what you said there, chewed it slowly, and the flavour burst. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we, we do quite a bit of work to these oysters to kind of bring them up in quality. And really kind of started when we were supplying oysters to Asia because they were kind of looking for a really premium oyster, and they'd, they'd pay you a little bit extra for it. Mm. So, And also, it's much nicer. If you're growing the best oysters you possibly can, it's much more satisfying for the farmer yeah. to be doing that. Um and the white colour that you referred to earlier on, that's like in the summer you get a, because there's so much plankton in the water, you get a reserve of uh, glycogen and it gives it a sweet taste. Oh, yeah. So you get the sweetness of that balanced with the saltiness of the salt water 
and that's what's setting off those little taste buds. So that oyster I've just consumed, about three year old you're saying to me, is yeah, it? Yeah, about three years, yeah. I can so, imagine from that little tiny thing, the size smaller than your nail, look at the size of that now, and it's grown yeah. to... If you, look at, if you look at the other shell, you see the little bit that's a different colour? Yes. That was the seed that we bought. My God, and that, then at the end. Because the nutrients are different in Carlingford, the, the shell's grown Lovely, lovely. Are you going to give me another one? Yeah, so it was great you tried the first one with O Natural, yes. nothing on it, and then there's a squeeze of lemon there if you want to try that as well. Okay, um, you just f- put a little drop there on sure that for me, there's no problem. We yeah. see what the lemon does to it, and let's have a go at a lemon one. Anywhere in the area stocks your oysters here? Oh, Lowe's yeah, most of the restaurants they? yeah, they will, will They're in the restaurants, are they? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can taste a little lemon there in the water. Isn't it beautiful? Theresa Mackin smiling at me here from behind the desk in the, in the, uh, in the visitor set here. She's brilliant, I'll tell you. She's fantastic with visitors. Here we go. Mmm. It's not often Jerry Kelly is speechless on late lunch, but I'd have to say... That that's just stopped me in my tracks. Fantastic. Lovely. Brilliant. I, I, I can tell you, the lemon is gorgeous in them. But I have to say, just as I tasted the first one, yeah. completely natural, wonderful. Absolutely, wonderful. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. I'm tasting that lock out there yeah. and everything that's in it. Everything. Yeah, oh, magical. Absolutely magical. It really, really is. Can I have one more? Absolutely. You have Tabasco with you. Yeah, have yeah. There's the green me, and the red, so yeah, you can try it up. Give me a little tip of Tabasco and then we'll, we'll finish up after that. I'm getting greedy now. Brian, are you going to taste one? No, no, no Brian. <laughs> he, he robbed the two coffees, but he's not going to have a nice time. Hey, by the way, look out. Look out at the, look out at the rain. Look. Oh, Wasn't I right to come just inside the door, Keen? Come on, back me up here. Yeah, I was lashing outside <laughs> now. But the sun will be out in five minutes again. <laughs> But uh, if we if we cooked up some, Brian might try them cook because a lot of people would try an oyster cook that wouldn't yes. would be nervous. How would you oyster. cook an oyster? Um, like all fish, the simpler the better. Bit of garlic butter baked in the oven for about ten minutes. That's it. That's it. Leave them in the deep shell. Maybe pour the pour the water away because when you cook fish, a lot of water comes out yes. of fish when you cook it, so everything gets a bit soggy. So um, pour the water out. Bit of garlic butter. Um, you know the wee bits of bacon mm. they're really nice with oysters um, breadcrumbs and cheese mixed together is really nice as well stick them in the oven about 200 degrees for 8 or 9 minutes and when they're nice and crispy take them out and it's complete it's as different between you know if you eat smoked salmon or, yeah. or grilled salmon smoked salmon is basically raw salmon and the taste is, it, you, you think you're eating a completely different species like but it's the Absolutely. same and the oysters are a bit like that as well okay little tabasco on this one you're a dinger with that knife you've done millions of them in your time opening them and sure and well not, not as many as some of the chefs now um, mm. but, but you're uh, good i can i can open a dozen or so but not hundreds okay. uh, but i'll give you the green tabasco yeah whatever not, you want whatever you want i'll have a go at anything i'm a man that never refuses yeah. me grub no matter what it is there you go see what Look, you think of that. let's see what this is like with the green tabasco so again take the the little water yeah, i think so yeah Mmm, mm. bit of a kick with the Tabasco for sure. Yeah. And a lovely foil or compliment to it, I have to say as well. Gorgeous again. Listen, the fabulous anyway, I have to say, the oysters, but I totally love them on natural, I say. And I'm going to try some baked in the oven myself as yeah, well because sure. I, I, I always have eaten them like this. Yeah, yeah. I love them like this, but I'm going to bake them and try them that other way. Super. Listen, you've invited me down to see the place as well. I'll do that too. But thank you so much for coming in today. Carlingford Oysters, the best in the business. Kean Luet Pfizer, it's great to see you. Thanks, Jerry. Love speaking to you. Bye-bye. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'd be number, number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, yeah, so two on Tuesday. This Tuesday afternoon is by Avril Lavigne. It was released in February 2007 and it was a real big one for her because it went to the top of the charts in the USA but it didn't in the UK it remained at number two and that's why we selected it today there was a bit of a court case about about it subsequently because it was believed it was very similar do you know that one Mickey yes and uh, another one as well I want to be your boyfriend but anyway that sorted itself out at the end of the day our two on Tuesday this afternoon comes as I said from Miss Avril it's girlfriend on late lunch from Carlingford. Hey, 
Avril Lavigne, our two on Tuesday, girlfriend on your late lunch. Now, what kept the two from the number one spot? Well, actually, this song was originally released in 1988 by the Proclaimers, and it went to number 11 on the UK charts. But in 2007, the same year that Avril Lavigne's song was out, it was re-released, the Proclaimers, in conjunction with comedians. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Peter Kay and Matt Lucas for the UK's comic relief charity, Telethon. And it was a massive number one in the UK. Here it is, the one that kept Avril off top spot. I'm going to be 500 miles. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at Yes, the Proclaimer is the number one that kept Avril Lavigne off top spot on late lunch this afternoon, 500 miles. And I want to dedicate that one to Maureen Hoy from Sandy Lane, Black Rock, who listens to late lunch every day and annoys the head of her husband, Jerry, when she goes home about me and what I've been talking about during the afternoon. And I want to say a big thank you to Jerry Hoy, who organised the parking and everything for us here at uh, Carlingford uh, Tourist Office today. Thanks a million, Jerry. He's here with us. But anyway, Maureen, that one is dedicated to you this afternoon. And thank you for being such a big fan and listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Just to bring you up to date as well, Brian Farley tried an oyster. He actually tried an oyster, Brian Farley, and it went down and stayed down and Jerry Hoy had one too and he absolutely loves them so there you are oysters are all the rage in the tourist office in Carlingford this afternoon stay with us more people to meet after this short break Kean Lewitt Pfizer is doing a roaring trade on oysters in Carlingford Tourist Office if you're in the area. Now, we were talking top of the show to Yvonne Keenan from the Carlingford Heritage Trust. You've just tasted one a moment ago. What did you make of it? They were delicious. They're lovely and fresh. Really, really nice. You said to me that you'd actually never had them raw before, cooked. Oh, no, oh no I have, I have, I have, have had them raw, but I prefer them cooked. I love Do them you? cooked. Do you? Yeah. How? A li- under the grill, a little bit of garlic butter, or a little bit of bacon and cheese. Really, really nice. Delicious. How would a glass of Guinness go with a few of those fellas there, uncooked? Oh, a glass of Guinness goes down well whether you're eating oysters or not. <laughs> <laughs> and a bottle of Chardonnay with the, with the oysters is even better. Yeah, yeah. even nicer. Anyway, yeah. but they're beautiful, aren't they? Really, You really will lovely. vouch for what I said. Oh, 100%. We were amazed. Brian, the coffee man, he kept the oyster down. You said yeah. uh, you can always run outside there into the rain if you want. No, he was very funny. He had his mouth closed. He was like, yeah, they're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fantastic impression of Brian Farley <laughs> as he ate the oyster. I really do. Well done to you. Anyway, it's busy here in the tourist office. I'm delighted to say hello to my next uh, guest. Andrew Ross is here from the Sky Park in Carlingford and Paddy Agnew from Carlingford Lock Sea Tours is with us as well. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you for joining me. Paddy, I met you before, didn't I? Yes. You did indeed. 
Didn't he? Tell them how we met. Uh, Interviewed me when we were diving on the SS Dundalk. Yes. um, The Isle of Man. Yes, that's Um, correct. A few good few years back now. Oh, that story is wonderful, isn't it? And what's developed from that? Can I just say, just developing on from that, that the bell from the SS Dundalk was recovered just before COVID and is now in the museum in Dundalk on display. So the major prize is there for anyone to go to see, Mm. recovered by some divers from the Isle of Man. That story just continues, doesn't it? It's wonderful. Tell me about this place where we are today and you and your association with it. Okay, well, I run Carlingford Lock Sea Tours. Um, The boat's called Discovery. It's an 11-metre boat. It's five metres in the beam, which is five metres wide. Very steady platform. Uh, We do private charter trips to the lighthouse. Um, We do all the history of the lock, the lighthouse, uh, when it was built, how it was built, what it's built from. And then we also go to Narrow Water and tell the history of uh, back in the trouble times of what happened in Narrow Water. And recently we had the British ambassador on board and his wife, which really enjoyed the trip. So we do the full history of the lock, Jerry, from, from the west to the east. It's a wonderful stretch of water. And, and yeah, when you look around, it's so picturesque, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There's so much stuff to see. Yeah. We, have fin- we had Finn the dolphin. He's just disappeared at the Has moment. He? We don't know where he's gone, but there is another small dolphin just outside the marina, County Ford Marina, where we operate from. Um, there's lots of seals at the blockhouse, there at the lighthouse to see. So there's lots of wildlife to see apart from Finn the dolphin. Yeah. Well, the conditions dictate it's sheltered, though, generally, is it? Yeah. Most of the time it's sheltered. We don't come out of the water in the winter. We do winter trips. We do uh, Stephen's Day trips to Warren Point. People want to go to Warren Point. Is that Point. popular? That's popular. That's very popular, yeah. So we, we winter all, all around, we do trips, uh, mostly on the weekends in the winter time. But mm. we are there, and we operate out of the County Ford Marina. And you're busy? Busy at the moment, yeah, yeah. not too bad. Uh, scuba divers we take out as well to the local wrecks, the Connemara, the Retriever. Um, not a famous story there with 94 people lost on the collision there back in 1918. Um, we do fishing trips for Tope. Um, Tope is very good here. In oh, the it's brilliant. Channel. I see yeah. that because, yeah. you know, I fish myself and I'm an angler yeah. and I keep an eye on it. And yeah. I know boys I know who come down here for the yes. Tope. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. And mackerel at the moment, well, there's lots of. Is there? Absolutely lots of mackerel. Yeah. Will you get so them on the shore off uh, the piers or yes. you better go out in the boats? Well, no, you can get them off the shore at the minute at Green Ore, actually. They're getting plenty of them there. Right. But out of the lighthouse where we go, just put the rod in the water with the feathers and you get seven at a time. No issues. I'm going out with you sometime. Yeah, no problem. I make all these You're promises. very welcome. But I'd love to because it's years yeah. since I got yeah. fresh mackerel oh, myself. You're very welcome. Look, Anytime, just give yeah. us a call. Yeah. Great. Stay there uh, where you are till we have a chat with Andrew Ross from Sky Park. I'm glad to say, Andrew, that I experienced the Sky Park for myself and the zip wires. You have a wonderful place there. A lot of people who come to Carlingford come to you. Uh, yes, that's thanks for inviting us on, first of all, Jerry. Before I start, I wouldn't mind some of these oysters that have been handed around. <laughs> thanks for offering me, guys. Well, keen to look after you in a moment. <laughs> he will, I promise you. Uh, yeah, secondly, we do have Sky Park, our aerial park, just up the road from us. Uh, we've got some uh, our boathouse just behind you as well, and we do activities up on the land as well. So we would welcome all sorts of clientele to the area, uh, particularly local clients as well which we're always delighted to see who comes what type of groups do you get you know people for their day out on their stags or hens families a range is it yeah well we've just finished a very successful summer camp and international program so we've welcomed students from as far as china and uh, for our summer camp we welcomed uh, students from all over the country but again, we would have had a lot of uh, kids coming from local as well. That would be our kind of Monday to Friday. And then during the weekend, we would welcome older groups. So the likes of your hens and your stags would stay with us and do some activities up in Sky Park. But we would do a lot with uh, a lot of team building with GAA clubs as well. You know, we had the Mead Senior were with us this year, Dublin Senior, Loud Minor. So we would have a good reputation within the GAA as well. Because you did them all good. I'm yeah. just thinking Dublin won the All-Ireland, yeah. Mead won the Talton Cup. Is it the secret to their success? Sky Park in Loud? Oh, absolutely. We take at least 75% of their <laughs> gratitude for that. <laughs> uh, the zip wire is some experience though, isn't it? It's fabulous. Well, I mean, what, what's brilliant about the way we have the course design, it's for all ages and all, all abilities. 
you know that everything we start from is health and safety so we will train train you before we allow you on the course and then just zip away it's a great addition may i say you are to the whole offer that carlingford is you know what i mean you bring something different oh, oh absolutely you know we, we would consider ourselves the outdoor adventurers of the northeast and um that's through the the people that we invite but it's also engaging with the local vendors as well to ensure that you know the right tourists the right people are coming to the area are you tu- are you all year round as well are you open all year or is it seasonal no, no, we, we're, we're quite lucky. We'd be one, one of the only few outdoor adventure centres in the country that can uh, have the ability to remain open 12 months of the year, and we do. You have to have um, a bit of a, a good stomach. Talk about having the oysters as well, yeah. you know, when you get up on some of the yeah. heights up there as well. Well, again, that's, that's just, first of all, having faith in yeah. the team that deliver the experiences and also faith in the equipment that we have. So once we take those two boxes, which we do, zip away or get yourself out onto the water yeah yeah and the water is is just fabulous coming back to yourself paddy um your lifetime and and have you been involved in this whole thing a lifetime yeah nearly 40 years on the lock at this stage now uh between uh, boating and diving and all, all the activities even back in the windsurfers when Keane's father came with uh Peter with the windsurfers way back in the 70s so I tried some of that with a friend of mine that was local here you know yes and uh, ever since that we water skied here uh, in the harbour in Carlingford and of course the scuba diving was a big thing as well so uh, yeah I've been around for a long time for you as well is it all ages that love to get out on the water which you're from how, how young do you take people that's something i was just we, thinking about we, we can we have a passenger license by the department of the marine to take up to 12 passengers so we can take them uh, we take babies the whole lot we can cater for the whole lot so we can up to 12 people and um, you know you can hens and stags of course yes we get a few of those we um, also believe it or not spread some ashes of people that has passed but that's a, that's been getting very very popular now. They want to go to the lighthouse, get their ashes spread. The last one was at Ross Trevor. You know, all over the lock, there's people being spread here. So we, that's another service that we do. another aspect. A private charters, uh, corporate charters, also we do all that as well. Mm. Yeah, terrific range of stuff. Um, the weather. How have you fared, both of you? Welcome to both of you. You know, this summer, like. May, the end of May, June was fantastic and then somebody up there decided to switch on the waterworks. Yeah. Did that affect you? Yes, it did. Very much so. It did. Um, the rain just affected it. People just don't want to go out in the boat when it's raining. But um, it's, come, it's pulled back a little bit since that now. So it's hopefully maybe in the next week or two we get a bit of an Indian summer. And mm. we, we yes. Oh, please God. Come yeah, on. What can we do? Yes, let's have a nice September. What about yourselves in Sky Park as well? You know, if you get a, a day and people are booked and it's bad, what happens? Uh, well, I suppose alluding on to that, it is natural to say and fair to say the summer hasn't been particularly brilliant from a weather point of view. But because we offer over 60 activities within the three areas, we would always have alternatives for clients. So if we can't deliver on the water, we will do an alternative. As we always say, it's all about the equipment, so it's all about what you're wearing. Yes, so that is the thing. Good gear, and you can get out at any stage. There's no problem. That's the thing about it. You have to be... That's what you have to be rigged. We, we, we don't have to wait on the tide. We, we can just we go at any stage of the tide from the marina. So whether it's low water, high water, we can still get the boat out. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, lads, good to catch up with you in Carlingford this afternoon. Wish you well in the Sky Park and uh, check them out as well in Carlingford Lock, Sea Tours, all fully operational here. Be flying through September and beyond and come and enjoy the experience. For the moment, Andrew Ross and Paddy Agnew, thank you both. Thanks very much. Good chat. We're in Carlingford and a lady has arrived with a beautiful lemon meringue for me and she's yakking away there and she doesn't even know I'm talking to her at the minute to the ladies in the tourist centre. Hi Jerry. how are you? Donna McKevitt, welcome to the show. Well listen, 
after the oysters, it's gorgeous to see that lemon meringue pie in that yes. box. Just not too long out of the oven, oh, Jerry. Oh, mother of God, what a day. We've been spoiled in Carlingford this afternoon. I'll enjoy that certainly with a cup of tea. Thank you for your kindness. Welcome to Late Lunch. You and I spoke on a couple of occasions we round did. the time when the US president visited here. Exactly. Great time. It was great, great times. Tell us about your place. Tell us about where you operate out of Ruby Ellen's Tea Rooms. Well, Ruby Ellen's Tea Rooms in Neary Street, Carlingford. Carlingford. We're open just 10 years. Um, we serve all, we pride ourselves with our homemade tray bakes, lemon meringue, apple tart and all our homemade food. And people have you as a landmark. I know that because I know people who call to Carlingford yeah. and come visiting and they always come back and say, we're in Ruby Ellen's, you've got a call to it. So you've built up a big reputation. Yeah. Coffees, teas, all that type all of stuff that. as well. Yes, all that. Baked potatoes, toasted sandwiches, wraps. We do it all. And the president we mentioned came and yeah. you and I were talking and he was to actually... He was to pass by the he? door. He yes. was and you were going to grab him and bring him in <laughs> and stuff, Literally, yeah. stuff some lemon meringue down his... <laughs> you know what? Uh, I had the tray of tea ready had, and the apple tart and all. Yeah, you had. Yeah. You had. Yeah, oh, but, Joe. But we did get all his followers afterwards. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I know that. And you were very yeah. busy with it. So, Joe, look at next time around, you've got to get in there because they were yeah. so disappointed they didn't get to see you last time about. But again, from your perspective and a business one in the uh, town here, uh, my God almighty. Oh, it's the best thing to happen to the area. Yeah, we're so busy. Like each American, whether they like Joe Biden or not, they still pop in to see where was he? Did he visit the castle? Where is his family buried so it has really really mm. put us on the map are you seven day operation uh, we're, to, we're actually six days we close every wednesday okay on joe's visit we opened especially on that day <laughs> but the rest we we're nine to five and we close every wednesday it's a big commitment isn't it with it just is. a single day off in the week yeah it is yeah it is we used to be but the way things are at the moment we used to be open seven days but the way things are with staff and that at the moment, it just works better that way. Weddings are some places closed. The sisters, the Carlingford Arms, she closed on a Tuesday and we close on a Wednesday. Okay. So it works well. You know? um, just yourself, who else is with you? Have you many others working? I have great staff, yeah. Great team of girls. We've no males at all oh. at the minute. It is oh. all girls. I see. Yes, so we have a great team. Our baker, Mary's with us since we opened our doors. And our Marion, our waitress, she's with us since we opened. So we've got three of us that started it, and we're still together. We still speak, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We still speak. <laughs> Well, that's good to know anyway. But you're looking, we have our tiffs, no matter what line exactly. of business we're in our, exactly. our, ourselves. Um, when, as the year moves around, of course, summer is your peak time. Summer's our peak time. We didn't have a great July, but we're hoping that we have a good September now. We do get a lot of overseas visitors visit us in September. Germany, English. Yes, yes, people like that from all over, yeah, yeah. that come to you. Um, you. You are a busy woman with what you do in Ellen's, but your spare time, what do you do in your spare time? In my spare time, well, all of last year I've been doing up an old house and renovating it and it's not unlike it's somewhere where you can stay that's not unlike the tea rooms it's all done up vintage style and just shows you everything from years ago it's called memory lane farmhouse and here in carlingford it's five minute walk from carlingford very good so uh, a busy I'm loving woman it. yes are you yeah, yeah, but they say it. that give a busy woman a oh, task yes. and she gets it done we i don't have to yeah. remind you of that <laughs> coming back to the bacon and you do lovely fresh stuff on that yes are they in early you know to get ready for the day oh yes mario baker sometimes you'll see her like at two or three o'clock in the morning or six or seven in the morning so midnight baker comes in and has all the stuff ready for open we open at nine each day so the scones is just coming out of the oven at nine Oh, you can't beat that. Yeah. Nice hot scones. Yes. Butter, jam yes. or cream or yes. whatever you like on yeah. them. It's, I've just re- realised today I'm in a culinary heaven here with everything <laughs> we're talking about. So we've been talking about oh, food can, that yeah. much on the show. Um, when you look at it even from the tourist office, look, we're looking out here. There's, For a Tuesday, there's, it's not bad. There is a good crowd around. 
considering the children's all back to school. Yeah, there is, yeah, and yeah. we've been waved that in the doors here as well, and people hanging around. See, it's because late lunch is here on LMFM this well, afternoon. They know it's drawn a crowd. <laughs> we, well, we, we have to claim it, Andy. We've drawn yeah, a crowd into yeah. Carling for the, this afternoon. Yeah. But in terms of you and your business and the restaurants that are here, the shops, we have the Sky Park, the, the lock yeah. itself and everything. You, you all interconnect, don't well, you? That's it's what makes Carlingford good, because we all get on. If you go into a closed shop, they recommend the tea rooms, they recommend Liberty Cafe. We all get on with each other as small businesses. Mm. That's what helps us. Stranger into town, they're given a list of places where to eat, you know, which is yes. good. Yeah. You know? That connectivity is so important yeah. and everybody is supporting everybody else. Yeah. How did you fare? I don't want to go back to it because no. we try to put it behind us. How did you fare during the COVID thing? Did you, you know, you couldn't open? No, we couldn't open at all. It wasn't worth to open for the takeaways and stuff like that, you know. We, we couldn't open for that. We, ju- we just stayed closed and had a wee bit of a rest and cleaned the house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and not say what way it is since we've opened. <laughs> I love it. You're yeah. so honest. You really yeah. are. But the, the, what is, what is. But look, at you've yeah. emerged from it and back up and run again and credit oh, it's to, great to see all you. our old customers yes. back you yeah. know what I mean and they don't have fear with us they're quite comfortable to come to the tea rooms it's a mm. home away from home yeah oh, for sure yeah. well listen it's lovely to see you today I'm delighted you yeah. dropped down to us just to say hello because she's here she has her apron on, apron on. <laughs> she's just pulled herself away from a busy uh, cafe at the moment and she's heading back there now and she thought of us as well close that box and put it beside oh. me because this Farley <laughs> fella's hanging on my left hand shoulder here so he is that's all I'm over <laughs> now. anyway much, good Jerry. luck to you with thank Ruby you. Ellens thank you Donna and thanks for joining me on the show this afternoon late lunch LMFM radio coming to you live from Carlingford on this Tuesday. We've been coasting along each Tuesday on the show throughout August and in case I, I, I'll probably forget to say this, so I'm going to do it now. Thanks to everybody who helped us uh, in the places we visited. Clawherhead, Blackrock Village, Laytown last week and again today in Carlingford. The support has been absolutely wonderful and especially Yvonne Keenan here uh, in the tourist office and from the Heritage Group as well. She's been great to me to be honest with you. After three on the show, yes we have our top five countdown, the number four in that for you today and we're going to have a chat with a man who makes for the US President Garrett Mallon. But before all that, up to news, weather and sport, it's Dusty, the son of a preacher man. The only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man. See what he was. Late lunch live from Carlingford this afternoon. We are in the tourist office here and the sun reappears again in beautiful Carlingford. I will indeed. I was asked to say hi to Cody, who started back at Monksland School Grange today in senior infants. Hi, Cody. Hope you had a great day and good luck to everybody there at Monksland as well. And just reminding you once more that... On Sunday, the 10th of September, the Carlingford Pipe Band will be celebrating their 50th anniversary, 50th anniversary of reforming a seven people uh, there will be seven, should I say, pipe bands playing in the town from 2.30 and the final performance is at 4 o'clock. It'll be fantastic. The sound of the pipes and drums from the bands in Carlingford on the 10th of September. It's going to be fantastic. Make a date of that and get here for that one. Now, let's reprise uh, the song, the Christmas number one. Let's have a listen. Yes, it was Girls Aloud. There were quite a variation in the answers we got today, but that's Girls Aloud with a big Christmas number one. And going into the hat on Friday with the possibility of winning that table for six at the four-star Pilo Hotel and Spa in Ashburn for their Christmas party nights. Check it out, pilohotelashburn.com forward slash Christmas parties. All the information is there. Today on Late Lunch, getting the answer right and picked from the hat is Ruby Grendon. You join Anne-Marie Neary in the draw on Friday, but there'll be uh, another three chances to get in there and late lunch over the coming days. Now, let's do this on the show. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear.
And today it's... The number four from this week in 1998. And when I tell you, it's the only song by this crew. There was three of them in it, a trio, called Stardust. And it was released on the 20th of July, 1998. And it is actually regarded as one of the greatest disco songs of all time. Let's have a listen to it. Number four in our top five countdown, the year of our Lord, 1998. It's music sounds better with you from Carlingford on Late Lunch. Stardust and music sounds better with you. The number four in our top five countdown on late lunch this Tuesday afternoon. Coming to you from beautiful Carlingford and the tourist office here. Final break of the day on the show. And afterwards, I'm looking forward to having a chat with my next guest. Garrett Mallon is in the house. Yes, late lunch live from Carlingford this afternoon. And I'm delighted to say hello to Garrett Mallon, the man who made the cufflinks for the US president. <laughs> Garrett, that sounds good, Garrett, doesn't yeah, it? It does indeed, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you did, yeah. you did. Oh, no, I did indeed, yeah. 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 It was a privilege. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, fantastic, that, yeah. and congratulations mm-hmm. to you again on that very mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful range you've just brought in to show us here. This is your new range, and congratulations mm-hmm. at Showcase Ireland, Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops, uh, yeah, it was voted Best Jewellery Product at Showcase this year, So, um, and it's called the Clan Range. So it's a, it's a range of little gold people yes. um, on, on little bits of jewellery, so you build up your own clan. And so if you start off with one and you have another one, I, you can bring it back to me and I can, I can unsolder and resolder again. And I have a piece here and this has seven kids on it and they're grandkids. So this is for a grandmother. Lovely. Isn't that lovely. So it's sterling silver and nine carat gold. I adore it. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. So as children arrive or grandchildren arrive, you can add to it. I can add to it. Ah. And then it becomes an heirloom. Ah, I think that is just so nice. What a great Mm. idea. Congratulations Mm. on that. It it really is beautiful. Mm. Um, You Mm. are go-to, aren't you, here in Carlingford with the visitors? You get lots of people. They know about you. They want to see what you're doing. We're now going nine years. Right. Um, We celebrated there on the 4th of July. So... um, it is. We have return customers now. Um, no, there's not too many people come in and say, we say, have you been here before? They, they have been because they're yeah. coming back because we have worked from over 100 makers from all over Ireland. Yes. Um, all guaranteed made in Ireland. And, and you have the home of myself, my workshops there. People can come and see me working in, in behind the glass. Um, I can come out and talk to you if I'm not too busy. Um, so uh, I, it's, it's, it's a nice... It's a nice it's a nice, friendly atmosphere. Yeah. You sell online, I know, as well, mm-hmm. but the shop yeah. is, is a big, big part of what you do, which today yeah. is, mm-hmm. is great to hear. But mm-hmm. you're on a whistle-stop tour around Ireland to the places that stock you. Yeah, well, I would, I would be in shops all over Ireland, probably about 35 different shops yes. all over, from, from Donegal to Cork um, to Dublin, all over the place. And so in two weeks' time, I'm, I'm going to visit all the shops just to see how they're getting on. Yes. Merchandise, you know, it's, a, it's something I like to do every year. And I, I get a little bit of a holiday as well. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. It's good mm-hmm. to do. And, uh, it is, it's nice to see the people that are actually selling yes. my own work. And you get the feedback from them of and course, yeah. orders, please, mm-hmm. God, as well. Yep. Where does this, you know, brain of yours come up with things like this new range? Um, I do, I, it's, it's just, a, I, I'm, I'm quite a family man, you know, yeah. and that's where it came from. It's... it's it would be sort of a like like this piece here. It's all it's all about the sort of the oval shape. You know, it's it's hugging yes. its family, and you put your family in the middle of it. Mm. So it's it's just a it just has a nice warm feeling. Yeah. To it, so that you know, came yeah. from the whole concept of family and yes. togetherness mm, and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, I do have other range. This one here, as you can see, is a it's like a little boat. So this yes. is called it's called making waves. Mm. So there's a little. There's a little boat there, and it's on, on the waves, on the setting waves. sail. It's lovely. Yeah, no, it's, a nice, it's a nice retirement prize, <laughs> a present for somebody. Of course, better. and, and mm. with all the, the beautiful water oh, you have surrounding yeah. you here as well. So you draw inspiration from this oh, place? Oh, from too. my surroundings. Yes. I, also have, I also have inspiration from songs and things like that. There I, have, I have a range called The Voyage, which is inspired by the Christy Moore song. 
well, it's Johnny Dehun's song, yes. but uh, I'm inspired by that. And the lyrics of the slo- song come along with each piece as well, mm-hmm. which is a... Uh, and uh, if you're in Carlingford again I say check this man out he has the most beautiful range of stuff mm, uh, yeah. delighted that you dropped into us today and given us a look at this I love that family I really yeah. do I think it's extra extra special you're so creative your stuff is so beautiful and continued success to what every you turn your hand to it's brilliant thank yeah, you say. thanks Cheers. for dropping in Garrett Mallon right. to us I want to uh, f- just before we finish today say a big thank you to Brian Varley who looks after me every time I'm out and about and to our Louise Louise Walsh back in studio back at base today making sure everything think, uh, ticks along thanks a million to uh, both of you um, let's finish as we started with Yvonne Keenan from the Carlingford Heritage Trust I just want to say Thank you for hosting us today. Oh, you're very welcome. We've had great fun here in the tourist office with everybody coming in. We've had Keen giving everybody's oysters as usual. Keen's great. Every time there's anything in the tourist office, he's here with his oysters and they're delicious. Mm. And Brian absolutely loved them. He's just ordered a tray of them. Brilliant. And we had a great time. And, and we we're just after having Donna's lovely cakes and buns. We made Jerry share them with us, but he wouldn't let us have the lemon meringue pie. <laughs> no way. No, I, I'll compromise on anything, but not me lemon meringue. And, and again, a big thank you to Jerry Hoy uh, today. He's here with us. Thanks again, Jerry. And I want to say, finishing today, a big happy birthday to Vera Connell. She's 95 years young today and celebrating with our family. I interviewed her when she was 84. Imagine it, 11 years years ago uh, that comes in from all of the Joyce family and all your friends 95 what a milestone Vera congratulations to you that's it from Carlingford this afternoon delighted we've been coasting along for August back at base tomorrow and we leave you in the company of Mr Niall Horan and heaven see you tomorrow <laughs>